This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. We interrupt this program to bring you the following message. What if everything you've been told about money was a lie? It's time for the truth. Welcome to Financial Coaching Radio, where cookie-cutter financial advice just doesn't cut it. With your host, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. He's giving it to you straight and pulling back the curtains on the financial advice industry. No hidden agenda and no one-size-fits-all baby steps. Only unbiased, objective help for your entire financial life. Tackling your money questions at 893-1450. And now, here's the host of Financial Coaching Radio, commission-free, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. What is up? We're the one show giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio, and I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner, one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. For all about me, the website is easy. Jason Qualls, CFP.com. If you want to jump in with email, questions, comments, disagreements, same place as usual, click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. One financial planner. And are they really a financial planner? Let's take a look-see. I uh, can't really find the information. Yep, certified financial planner based out of Vermont. Very good read here from Market Watch talking about a no-fail secret. This is where it kind of sparked my interest. There's a no-fail secret to effortly, effortlessly spending less money. That kind of part speak and it's amazing to see that the the total agreement that we have on this issue. Now, I wouldn't recommend exactly everyone do exactly this because I think it's too rigid, but the principle behind the idea that this financial planner is recommending to live on less than you make, I think is is so simple, it's genius. Here's some stats for you. 25% of Americans do not have any retirement savings, and most do not have $400 saved for emergencies. Taking the time to write down a $3 expense may seem paltry. You'll see why that is in a second. may seem silly. However, taking action and following this little guideline when it comes to your budgeting will improve your financial spending habits. Here's what you need to do. It's a simple trick to spend less money. He goes into a story how this client of his was just struggling, struggling with budgeting, couldn't get out of credit card debt. She made good money. Didn't live extravagant. So what this financial planner had had her do, and let me tell you what I do. Let me get into so we can get full disclosure. When some come, someone comes to me and says, "Look, I, I, I'm spending more than I make. I'm, I don't know how to do. I don't know how to handle this. I don't know how to get out of it. I don't know how to pay off my debts. Help me, please. I'll pay you whatever. Just help me." And I always ask them, "Are you tracking your expenses?" And if you're a regular listener of the show. You already know where I'm coming from with this. People who are overspending, who have no idea how to, they feel overwhelmed. They have no idea where their money is going. And I'm not talking about just create a budget and you have an idea, well, here's what I'd like to spend. I'm not talking about a like to have, actually tracking where your money is going. It's after the fact. It's reactive, not proactive. The thing about having an idea of where your money goes or is going is life-changing to some people because I would rather I say this all the time I would rather you 
blow all your money, but know exactly where you're blowing it and spending it than to blow all your money and have no clue. Because to fix the problem, you got to know where the problem is. To If you have a boat and it has a bunch of holes in it, you got to figure out where the holes are before you can start to plug them. So this client of his couldn't get out of credit card debt. And so he asked her to write down what she spent over the upcoming month. I don't mean put it in Excel. I don't mean to do it on Mint.com or some other app on your phone. He wanted her to write it down. Track her expenses, just like I said, but write it out on a piece of paper. Get out an ink pen, get out a pencil, and start writing it down. Now, she could categorize things, you know, put things into entertainment or spending or mortgage or what utilities, all that stuff. But the main thing he's wanting is have her write it down. You spend it, write it down. And then he brought up her monthly income, compared it to what she actually spent on her piece of notebook paper she had written down. And she overspent by $500. $500. So what this urged her to do, this what this sparked her to do is go, gosh, I can't believe I'm wasting money there. And, and I don't know if it's the extra action, the emotional action, the emotional reaction to, okay, if I go spend this, I'm going to have to write it down. I'm going to have to write it down. And I'm, and I'm going to feel more accountable to myself. And also, I'm going to feel more accountable to my financial planner because not only did I spend something on something stupid and wasteful, I had to go write it down. And now I'm aware that I spent money more, more so than mentally. I actually can see it on paper that I spent money on something stupid and wasteful. Now my financial planner is going to look at me again the next month and go, come on. So there's something emotional to it. There's something psychological to it. So while we live in a world of technology where everything can be done on basically a smartphone, you can do your banking on a smartphone, you can do your budgeting on a smartphone, do your investing on a smartphone, you can do anything on a smartphone, basically. This takes us back to the basics. And really what the core of financial coaching radio is all about in any financial topic. Now, there is a way to make everything too simplistic, and then it hurts the people getting the financial information. But investing in retirement planning and estate planning and budgeting and all that stuff, it doesn't have to be overly complex like some financial salespeople want you to understand or want you to believe. So here's what you do. If you want to follow this method to spend less money, you hadn't got a handle on it yet, you carry around pen and paper, a little bitty notebook. As you spend, you write it down. You include everything. Online purchases. You pay for parking. You you spend a dollar at uh, the gas station. Whatever. You write everything down. If you just write it down flat or you categorize it immediately. However, you spend it, you write it down. Cash, check card, credit card, online. Doesn't matter. Write it down. Everything. And then examine that after 30 days. That's where the psychological change starts to happen. Man, I can't believe I wasted $300 at Starbucks this month. I can't believe I spent $700 going to restaurants. That's $700 and $300. That's $1,000 and maybe your $2,000 in credit card debt. You'd be half out of credit card debt if you stayed the hell out of Starbucks and ate out just a little bit less. Stuff that you already knew. You know what? Well, yeah, you know you're going to those restaurants. You know you're going to Starbucks, but it's not 
The math is not clicking in your head. You're putting your money where you think things are important. You're putting your money where your mouth is per se, but it's not actually where your heart is because your heart wants to have you live on less than you make. Your heart wants you to get out of debt because it's stressing you out. So carry a pen and paper. Write it down. See if that helps you. But however you do it, this would work for some, not all. You must track your expenses until you get very, very good at not overspending. Track them. Track your income, track your expenses, and then you create a budget that's realistic. You start saving money, start paying down debt, start investing more. It's not a secret. Not a secret at all. All right, I'm Jason Qual, Certified Financial Planner. This is The One Show, giving you the truth about personal finance. Online, financialcoachingradio.com. If you want to jump in, be a part of the show, you can also hit me up, find out more about what I do, how I do it, why I do it, why my financial planning practice is so unique. Jason Qualls, CFP.com. I'm back right after this short break. Stick around. We have many great insurance agents in Rutherford County. The trouble is, most of them really don't work for you and me. That's why I only recommend the independent agents of Middle Tennessee Insurance Group. They've helped many of my clients get the home and auto insurance coverages they need while also saving them hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. See if you're wasting money on home and auto insurance today by calling Middle Tennessee Insurance Group at 898-0053. That's 898-0053. Recent reports show that half of Americans don't have any of the most basic estate planning documents, like a will or powers of attorney. Folks, if you're married or have children, you can't put this off any longer. Call John Baker, estate planning attorney, right now at 896-5621. As a husband, wife, mother, or father, you owe it to your loved ones to make sure your estate plan is in order. So call John Baker at 896-5621 or go to bakercouncil.com. Did you know that the U.S. tax code has over 70,000 pages? This is precisely why you must have a tax expert on your team. The folks at THNW CPAs have been providing their expertise to individuals and businesses in Middle Tennessee for over 50 years. And now they have an office right here in Murfreesboro. Call Kevin Sizemore today with THNW CPAs at 848-1072. That's 848-1072 or online at THWCPA.com. Welcome back to the show. This is Financial Coaching Radio with you every Monday through Friday, 4 o'clock online, anytime, as I tell you every day, at financialcoachingradio.com. We're going to talk a little bit about income taxes, tax planning, tax preparation with Kevin Sizemore, CPA of Tothero Hill and Welch. Welcome back to the show, Kevin. Thanks for having me. Uh, so let's talk about the designation. I always mention Certified Financial Planner on the show. There are a couple different tax designations, but you don't have to have a designation to do someone's tax return or tax filing. What is a CPA as it relates to personal income taxes? Well, normally we just have a part of the test is on taxes, personal and business. So you've been trained in that area. Yeah, you've been trained in that area. You've taken classes on it in school. Uh, And then uh, we also have to get continuing education every year in that it's not required to take tax continuing education but i don't know one cpa that does tax returns that does not take not only one but multiple courses in taxes every year because the laws are always changing yeah they always change 
there this time of year when tax filing season is about to get ramped up there's a lot of people that kind of throw up shop and they advertise that they do tax preparation tax filing and many of them do not have any type of background training they're just open up seizing a business opportunity yeah when someone's out there in the marketplace looking for someone to file their taxes and I guess a lot of people get kind of duped into it for this this fast refund. I think H and R Block's got this this thing where they basically are going to give you up to thirty five hundred dollars and your refund early with no fee. Uh, I'm sure there's some fine print there, and that kind of gets people ramped up to get it done ahead of time. Yeah, here, here here's my thought on that. I don't want to cut you off, but they they you go get your taxes done. They give you that uh, that. Now, are they doing it right now? Even though you can't file yet. Uh, I don't think they are because you can't file until the twenty. So I was wondering if they would just do it, hold it, give you the money. And there's got to be some fee there. Yeah, there's got to be. So they give you the money right then, and then they withhold. The money comes back into their account, and they take out you know their piece. The money you're getting is not your full refund. They're keeping their fees out of the refund. Yeah, some way or another. Yeah, so you get, or maybe it's just a way to sell yeah. more tax returns. So, it could be that. It could be like a loss leader. We'll do this for free just to get more business. Yeah. Well, um, but, but the point is, it, it, there I mean, is a catch to that. You have given, you know, the IRS a interest-free loan all year. What is by, another, by letting them withhold more yeah. taxes than you would vote? What, what's another week to get your refund? <laughs> you know, I, I don't get it. I don't. Well, you know, as taking the, I was talking last segment. Twenty-five um, percent of Americans have no retirement savings at all uh, a larger percentage of americans don't even have four hundred dollars saved wow so obviously if they're you know, this money is going to be they want to do something with it they want it you know, now not later right so the, the without reading the fine print on these people that are going to do a tax return and get you this refund early there's going to be some type of fee normally associated with that and or their cost for doing tax preparation is going to be more than you would pay otherwhere. Oh, right, they're going. They're going. They're making you your money, their money somewhere. Yeah, they're going to hit you with a fee, and then they're going. Then you're going to pay them to do it as well. All right. If you got tax questions, hit us up online. Click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. We got some new income tax changes for 2020. Uh, anything on the radar that, that you've kind of be, be, became aware of? Well, the, the the biggest thing that we're seeing right now. Is the W four change for two thousand? So the holding numbers are different yeah. again. Yeah, it, it's a totally new form, <laughs> and there is no. And if you think about is it, it easier because I hated the old. There one. are no exemptions on a tax return. Those went away oh, last that's year, right. so that that goes away on the new W four, and the IRS has got a uh, a tool out there on their website that you can run through that and fill one out, and it and it auto fills for you. So you're get, you're going through your you're getting a new job or changing jobs. Or you're just updating your information, withholding tax, withholding information with your employer. You're filling out this form. That's the right. old form, I just saw one not long ago. You had to put, you know, put in one for yourself, put in one right. for each child, and you kind of get a total of how many people that are you're going to be uh, carrying on your tax return to see what the withholding percentage should be. That's the old form, right? Right. What's the new well, one? Well, or is that kind of the same? The same kind of the same thing, but like you, you it's like changed so, the language, maybe. Yeah. So if you're married and you got two kids, you're going to put uh, you and your spouse on there. You're going to put the dollar amount of the tax credit for the kid or the other uh, uh, dependent on there. So for a kid under, you know, it's two thousand dollars up to, you know, two hundred thousand for single, four hundred thousand for married. So, and that's where it stops on the exemptions. There, there's no place to put married eight or anything like that. 
you know you don't claim that and then you have to estimate your income and then it's all based off your estimated income on there it's a Good very stuff. strange it's very strange and a lot of people are having problems with it i look for them to revise it <laughs> change it again change it again <laughs> 2020 tax brackets are slightly different we still have a 10 percent bracket just the income levels have changed slightly. You have a 12% bracket, a 22% bracket. 24, 32, 35, and 37% tax bracket is the top bracket there is. If you make more than $622,000 as married, filing jointly, 518000 a single person. And not a bad place to be. Everyone strives for it. <laughs> <laughs> and then when they get there, they complain about how much they're paying. You can save more in your retirement plans and your 401k, your qualified plan, 4 through B. You can save an annual amount of $19,500 unless you're over the age 50. A uh, simple IRA goes up a little bit, $13,500. IRAs, Roth IRAs stayed exactly the same as it was for last year. It's a $6,000 annual contribution limit. You can put more in a health savings account. You can put more in a FSA, a flexible spending account, all having to do with health care. These are the kind of the annual things that you and I keep an eye on. We kind of got to be aware of these numbers. But the general public, I think, is like, okay, whatever. I'll I'll know it if I ever need it. Because uh, yeah. these numbers change so often. You know, they go up every year, but usually based on inflation. Right, and it's like uh, the IRAs didn't go up this year. Yeah. But I, the simples did. I, it, you know, why did one the go 401K, up? And not, yeah. yeah, why did one go up and not the other? It's very bizarre, they're thinking. The one it, that reminded me when you said IRA, uh, the uh, there's new rules on the, the IRA contribution age limits. Uh, so you don't, the required minimum distributions don't have to be taken out until you're 72 now. It used to be 70. Unless and a you half. were already 70 and a half. Yeah. And then you can also, you used to not be able to contribute beyond 70. Is that correct? Or I got that age right. Unless you're working through an employer. Right. That had a, a, a retirement plan. You could not make a regular IRA contribution. Right. And that has gone away. They've lifted the age restriction on that. So you can be 100 and still contribute to an IRA if you had the earned income to do it. Yeah, I'm still... I'm, I don't follow politics enough to get it... Because I can't stand the back and forth of way uh, politics is discussed on the news these days. But these right, the retirement planning laws that just passed, it, there's, the House passed it in mid-2019. The Senate was supposed to pass it in September, and they told everyone, well, we can't get to it because of all the impeachment stuff. We're going to do it fall of 2020. Then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they attach it to this government spending bill, and it passes. <laughs> they just, and nobody gets to debate it. No one gets to email. You know, The constituents don't get to email and say, don't pass this or do pass this. They just do it. Yeah. Because they want to. I think it's actually harmful for most taxpayers. Yeah, you can't prepare for it, I guess. But anyway, many topics have been discussed on this already on the show. One thing that doesn't touch a lot of people and also would be a very nice problem to have is the annual or the estate tax exemption is now $11.58 million per individual, yeah. up from $11.4 million in 2019. So you get a, to double that. So basically $23 million wow. as a married couple. You can die and have no federal inheritance tax. And we have no more of a Tennessee inheritance tax. So anything under $23 million, no death tax. It's a huge number. Huge number. <laughs> There's not many people out there that have that net worth when they, they pass away. 
if they do, they've probably planned well, and it's not in their name anymore. Correct. The, the state planning, state tax is usually a voluntary tax. There's ways to plan around it. Kevin Sizemore CPA is here in the house. Tell her, oh, Helen Welch, THWCPA.com. So tax season is upon us. It's here. So what advice do people, what advice do you have for people that are beginning to start get, getting documents in the mail for their tax prep? Because there's some things that are on the way soon that they'll start receiving. W-2s, 1099s, uh, I guess K-1s, yeah. all this stuff. I, I suggest getting a folder, putting it where close to where you get your mail, collection, collection Shoebox. Shoebox, something <laughs> like that. Uh, if you've got a business or a piece of rental property, it's time to start uh, accumulating all that information for the entire year and seeing where you're at on that. Uh, most people do that right. Some people come in with the shoebox of stuff. Uh, last, year, last year, I think there's a deadline to get W-2s out, right? they got to be what, mailed by the end of January? Yeah, they have to be mailed by the end of January. And so you'll get them somewhere around the first week of February, or earlier, depends on every... That's just the deadline. Yeah. Um, 1099s, what is the deadline for a 1099? January 31st. So January 31st. Yeah. Well, on the investment side, that's the, the thing. I, there's no deadline here. It's 1099 DIV, 1099 INT. Um, there's a January to mid-February is the deadline. It doesn't give a date, or is this a date received? But last year, a lot of investment institutions put out a 1099 for investment accounts in early February and then revise them at the end of February. What yep. most people would have, how, how do you yep. even do that as far as a tax return? Because you'd have to wait or you'd have yeah. to amend. So, so what I usually do is someone that has a, I know has a lot of activity in investment accounts. Uh, I usually wait and say, and they know that it's going to be revised. And so we wait until mid-March to make sure that there's not another one, and or, or I'll have them call their financial advisor and see if there is one coming. And if no, that's when we go ahead and file. One last thing in this segment of talking about getting ready to file a tax return. I was thinking about but on the way to the show today, someone who has passed investment loss carry forwards. You can only use $3,000 a year of a, a larger loss that you can use on your tax return as a deduction. How does one go about remembering that they have that what helps you as a someone who prepares tax returns it's, it stays in our tax software but it's, but let's say this person's new to you you will you have to have a copy i guess of the old return yeah, to know I'll, that it exists that's right you couldn't just do you could do a tax return for a new client or new person and it would be totally accurate except you'd have no idea that they should have been able to use this extra yes. loss so if they've got a a, a fairly large loss uh, and they have to carry it forward year after year. That means they didn't eat it up with gains from the current year, so they roll it into the next year. Uh, all we have to know is the amount, and that's required to be reported to the IRS each year with the tax return. So it should be on the tax return. So I, I got a new client. The first thing I ask them is, please bring in your last year, at least at a minimum, your last year's tax return. Because it's not just you need to see income. It's other schedules and, right. and and forms that are in there that would help you not overlook some of these things. Yeah, passive losses carrying over. That's that's another one that you know you have to 
you have to keep up with. If you got a tax question off the air, reach out to Kevin Sizemore, CPA at THWCPA.com. Also, Kevin, what's the best phone number for you? 615-848-1072. 848-1072 right here in Murfreesboro, right here in Rutherford County. This is Financial Coaching Radio back right after this. Get a second opinion. Get a second opinion. Get a second opinion. I'm Jason Qualls, commission-free, certified financial planner. I can't stress enough how important it is for you to get a second opinion on your investments and financial plan. Unfortunately, since most financial advisors care more about selling you financial products than providing objective advice, it can be hard for you to know who has your best interest in mind. Call me, Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner for a free no-obligation investment review at 878-2134 or go to my website, jasonquallscfp.com. Hi, this is Gabriel Fancher with Reliant Realty. Are you thinking about selling your home? Do you know what your home is worth? Call me at Reliant Realty to find out. 615-445-5073. That's 615-445-5073. Or go online right now and find out at www.homevalue615.com. Again, that's www.homevalue615.com. Call me at Reliant Realty, 615-445-5073. A recent undercover study found that over 89% of paid tax preparers made mistakes. You heard me right, over 89%. Is your tax person making mistakes? Tax mistakes cost you money and may even lead to an IRS audit. I recommend you get a second opinion on your tax return today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. Tothero Helen Welch has been providing tax services to individuals and businesses for over 50 years. So call them today at 848-1072 or go to thwcpa.com. back to the show this is financial coaching radio the one show giving you the truth about personal finance no books to sell so not pushing any seminar live event tickets we'll leave that to the other shows i'm jason qual certified financial planner still in the house to talk taxes kevin tothero helen welch thwcpa.com all right let's get back to it tax season is near i know everyone's excited yay (laughs) (laughs) but this is your super bowl right yeah, I mean, this is what we are. I'm just guessing that does does your money flow a little more consistently at your firm, or is this, or you know, what percentage of an average CPA firm makes their money in from January to May? January, well, January. To, let's say use January to April. They're going to make anywhere from fifty to say seventy, sixty to seventy percent, somewhere in that during those four months. So this is this is it for you guys. Yeah, this, I mean this is this yeah. is the, the focus of why you do what you do. That's right. It also brings a lot of tax scams. This is very interesting. Someone was telling me they got a phone call, and they were asking. It wasn't necessarily for their social. They said, "Well, we don't have your 
something right with the IRS address or a driver's license number, something odd, bizarre. <laughs> I'm like, hang up on that person. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, the IRS is not going to call you and ask for anything. No, they're never they're never going to call you. You will have discourse with them before you're uh, on the phone with them. But you know, something that's happening more and more often. Emails, I think, would be the easiest way to kind of. To dupe someone today, you know, you get an email from a credit card company or a bank that you bank with. It looks legitimate. You click on it and bam, your computer shut down and everything else is kind of out of whack. Same thing. You get an email from the IRS. I can see how people could think hey, this is legitimate. Yeah. IRS. Because I guess it's tax file. They ask for your email address, right? Yeah. So you're not going to have the only correspondence you're going to have with the IRS to start with is going to be through the mail. That's a letter. Every single time. And then you may respond through mail. E- either way, eventually you're going to talk on the phone if it if if it's needed. But you'll know who you're talking to because you've had dealings with. They'll right. say, "Give us a call." Right. In the letter. Right. And you call, and it will have their name and their. Uh, and they may call you back. Right. But you're, you've already began. The, you've already opened up the, the the conversation. You started. They started it with a letter. You then you started it with maybe reaching out to them. Yeah. No one's ever going to call you and say, "Hey, we don't have the right." The IRS isn't going to call you and say, "We don't have the right ad- address for you," or they're not even going to ask you for your social security phone number over the phone. And that's pretty much any, not just the IRS. It's any industry, right? Yeah. Most people aren't going to, unless you have a relationship with them. Like if you call me at Master of My Social, I'm like, oh, of course. But if someone, if I don't, someone out of the blue just called, hey, I'm with such and such, and I have no idea who this person is, I'm not going to believe them. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> That's the rule. It could be, it could be anything. Not just hang up. Yeah. But we, I just got a scam call on my cell phone as we're recording this segment. And uh, I probably get five or ten a day. I don't know what they actually lead to. I never take the call. But we're getting more scam emails, scam phone calls than ever before. So that shows that it must somehow be working. It must somehow. And, and every year there's a big story about the some IRS tax scam and how people are falling for it. It's usually along the same lines, but you can do things to protect yourself, and that just means you know the process of how the IRS uses to contact you. It always begins with a letter to your address. That's it. And I guess that would be another way you could get scammed, right? You could create a letter, send it out. Make yeah. it look real. Yeah, I guess you could. All you'd have to do, and, and all It'd these be really le- easy to do. The letters from the IRS are form letters, uh, so they would probably be pretty easy to duplicate. All but, right, Kevin Sizemore, TPA, CPA, Tothero, Hell and Welch, thwcpa.com, 615-848-1072. Appreciate it, Kevin. All right, thank you, sir. Our last break of the day. Hit me up online, financialcoachingradio.com. Click email the show. Stick around. More. Right after this. Say that you'll be true. Say that you'll be true. Say that you'll be true and never leave me blue. Susie Q. Say that you'll be mine. Say that you'll be mine. Donegal offers car and homeowners insurance at rates that are very competitive. So competitive that Donegal's car insurance rates are among the lowest in the state. And if you insure your car and home with Donegal, Donegal will take up to an additional 10% off their already low rates. Donegal, a better value. Let us quote your auto and home and maximize your discounts. Call Middle Tennessee Insurance Group at 615-898-0053. Listen up. 
When is the last time you talked with an independent, objective, certified financial planner? Do yourself a favor and get a second opinion on your investments and financial plan. Call me, Jason Qualls, the only certified financial planner today at 878-2134 or go to jasonquallscfp.com. Buying a house is stressful and so is shopping for a mortgage. Take my advice and get a second opinion on the mortgage for your new home or your refinance. Not all banks and mortgage companies are created equal. Trust me on this. Call my friend Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Great team, great process, and the best rates. Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. We're back with you right here on WGNS, as we are every weekday, 4 o'clock, on the one station coming at you with local talk all day, every day, for the most part. Local sports, local finance shows, local general shows. We got it all. And this is the place, if you're looking for Rutherford County updates, Rutherford County news, Rutherford County information, and Rutherford County businesses, WGNS is the place. This is Financial Coaching Radio. What a great show today. Kind of getting a head start on the tax filing season. I'm not excited. Uh, filing tax returns as a small business owner is not my favorite thing. It's not the worst thing in the world. I just wish there was an easy way, easier way to handle this. And also, as a small business owner, there's a huge chunk of my income that goes to some level of taxes. And that's why I tell you all the time, no matter what your situation is, if you own rental property, business pro- businesses, side business, you have a large income, you own a large investment account, or just a decent-sized investment account, you've got to have a tax person on your side. You need to be working with a CFP and a CPA to make sure you're managing your taxes properly. You can always find information about what I do at jasonquallscfp.com, uh, my CPA firm, thwcpa.com. They're all online. Uh, remember, if you can listen to the show anytime, anywhere, at the website, financialcoachingradio.com. Click email, the, not email the show, excuse me. Click archives, you get a long list of all the past shows. I'm out. Be back with you next time right here on WGN. Stick around, there's more local talk on the way. Just keep it locked in. <laughs>